0: Talk about that basketball team up in Boston, Massachusetts today. The Boston Celtics. To me, I picked last year the Boston Celtics to go to the finals and lose to the Golden State Warriors. That's my that was my post-that was my preseason pick. Warriors over Celtics in six games. I thought that was going to be the NBA Finals matchup. Obviously, the Warriors with Kevin Durant going down, with Klay Thompson going down, injuries derailed them. So I understand the Golden State Warriors not winning the championship last year. The Raptors were a great team. But, man, the Celtics last year, huh? man, they were a head-scratcher last year. They, they underwhelmed me. They disappointed me. And the Celtics, to me, just weren't very good last year. They underwhelmed and didn't exceed expectations last year at all. They didn't come close to the expectations that they needed to have last year. Expectations last year were, last year were NBA Finals for this team. And they did not answer that bill. But this year, I'm high on the Celtics once again. Now, am I going to say the Celtics are going to to win a championship this year? No, not at all. Because, in my opinion, you need a Kevin Durant. You need a LeBron James. You need a Kawhi Leonard. You need a James Harden. You need a superstar-level player to win a championship in today's NBA. The Clippers have that. The Lakers have that. The Rockets have that. The 76ers have that. The Milwaukee Bucks have that. The, the Boston Celtics, I think they're a very good team. But I'm sorry, Boston Celtics fans. Championship should not be your aspiration this year. You don't have the parts to win a championship, in my opinion. But I do think the Boston Celtics could find themselves winning more games than they did last year. They won 49 games last year. I could see that win total going to 53 or 54, 55 maybe. I could see them in the Eastern Conference Finals. And, hey, maybe if they play over their heads, Maybe if Jason Tatum really balls out. Maybe if, you know, Kemba Walker plays like a dog in the playoffs. Maybe if Kemba Walker sco- scores over 30 points per game in the playoffs, they could potentially maybe even make the NBA Finals. We should see. To me, the three contenders in the East this year are the Celtics, the Bucks, and the 76ers. I think the 76ers potentially are probably going to make the NBA Finals. I've done a video on the 76ers. Be sure to check that video out if you've not checked it out already. Okay. But... The Celtics are no joke, and I think they're going to be better than they were last year, okay? And for a couple reasons, okay? Number one, the loss of Kyrie Irving. Now, again, is Kyrie Irving a bad player? Far from it. Kyrie Irving is one of the top fifteen players in all basketball, maybe even top ten. Arguably, the best closer in basketball. One of the best isolation scorers the game has seen. Maybe the best skill, maybe the most skilled player in all basketball outside of Kevin Durant and James Harden. I mean, the guy can do it all. Okay, and Kyrie Irving to me is a top three point guard in all basketball right now. He's special, but. What people have to realize is when Kyrie Irving said to LeBron James, and when he said to the Cleveland Cavaliers organization, hey, I don't want to play for you guys anymore, he didn't want to go to Boston. It has been reported that Kyrie Irving hated, and I repeat, hated living and playing in Boston. He was aloof. At times did not talk to his teammates, was a bad teammate, did not want to be in Boston. Kyrie Irving wanted his own team. He got that. The Boston Celtics were Kyrie Irving's team last year. But he wanted his own team in Brooklyn, New York. He's gotten that now. Kyrie Irving's gotten that in Brooklyn. So I'm happy for him right there. So Kyrie Irving really affected the chemistry, in my opinion, of the Celtics last year. But also, I think Kyrie Irving's subtraction really helps the Celtics team in a couple regards. Okay? For one, Kyrie Irving's aloof. Kind of, you know, the exception. He's the. Okay, if Kyrie Irving were a quarterback, he'd be the guy that loves to scramble outside the pocket, that loves to play off schedule, that says, Hey, coach, I like your play call, but guess what? I'm going to run outside the pocket and do what I want to do. Kyrie Irving's his own man. He's aloof. He's an improviser. He's an isolation scorer. He's his own man. But Kyrie Irving doesn't like to stick to the script. Kyrie Irving's not the most coachable player. He's aloof, kind of condescending, okay? I love Kyrie Irving. He's a great player. But does he make his teammates better? No. Is he a great passer? No. Does he always look to make the open pass? No. Does he like to shoot instead of making the right basketball play? Yes. Does he like to put his scoring as a priority? Yes. Does he dominate the ball? Yes. Does he love to boogie on you? Yes, and again, that's all great, but for what the Boston Celtics like to do, that's not quite ideal, and when you look at Brad Stevens, the head coach for the Boston Celtics who's a very good, bright head coach, he's at his best when his team is playing within the system. Kyrie Irving is can play within a system, but at times, Kyrie Irving thinks he's more than the system. At times, Kyrie Irving thinks he is the system himself. At times, Kyrie Irving goes against the system. So, that affects the chemistry. That affects what Brad Stevens wants to do as far as running his offense. So, my thing is, Kyrie Irving at times wrecked the Celtics' chemistry. He wrecked the system. He didn't play to the script last year. Okay? So, the Boston Celtics, it's funny. They made the Eastern Conference Finals the year that he got injured. They made the Eastern Conference Finals the year when they had Isaiah Thomas, who was coachable. Isaiah Thomas averaged 29 points per game under Brad Stevens because he wanted to be coached, because he fit into the system better. So Kyrie Irving doesn't fit into the Boston Celtics system the way you would like for him to. And again, as far as Kyrie Irving the player, as far as him being the number one scoring option on a team, I don't like it. I don't love it. Kyrie Irving's a capable number one. But truly, he's the best number two option in all basketball. If you give me a LeBron James, if you give me a, you know, Anthony Davis, if you give me a Kevin Durant, a Kawhi Leonard, the perfect number two option is a Kyrie Irving. But Kyrie Irving is not LeBron James. And again, if that's not a knock on Kyrie. Hardly no one in history is LeBron James. Hardly no one in history is Kevin Durant. But we got to call it like it is. He's not He's not a KD. He's not a LeBron. What makes the great elite players, the top five players in basketball, like Steph Curry, like potentially James Harden, like Kevin Durant, like LeBron James, like Giannis at times, like Anthony Davis at times, is that they can drop 30 points per game whenever they want to. They can dominate the entire game start to finish. They can score however often they want to and however effectively they want to. Kyrie Irving, at times, he just can't do that. Kyrie Look, what makes LeBron, KD, Harden, and all these great elite players so special is they can dominate an entire basketball game for a 48-minute period. Kyrie Irving does it for about 38 minutes. He does it for about 35 minutes. Some nights he might do it for 48 minutes. Some nights he might be on. But he doesn't consistently do that night in and night out. That's what separates Kyrie Irving. And when you when you don't play to the system, when you think you're better than the system, it's a problem. It really is. So this is where Kemba Walker comes in. Kemba Walker to me is the perfect fit for the Boston Celtics. Okay, this is a guy that at times is a little bit more than his system. At times, it's going to average 30 points per game. At times, it's going to average 25, 26 points per game. Kemba is a dog. And it's a, it's a crime and a shame that he had been playing for Charlotte, okay, the past couple years. Kemba Walker was putting up godly stats on a bad team, and no one cared about it because he was on a bad team and a bad run organization. Now he's going to shine under Brad Stevens, a guy that makes point guards better, a guy that when players fit his system, whether it be at Butler when he was winning a lot of games, when he was winning games with Isaiah Thomas. I think Kimball Walker fits that system perfectly. Also, a guy like Gordon Hayward is going to come back this year fully healthy. Guys, I don't care what anyone says. Gordon Hayward was not healthy last year. He was not healthy. He came back way too soon. Now, again... Was he still a good? Was he still a decent player? Yes. Was he close to the player that he was back in Utah when he was averaging over twenty points per game? No, he wasn't. So I think that look. I don't think that Gordon Hayward, because his injury was so serious, he will ever be as good as he was in Utah that one year in twenty sixteen. I believe what was the year? Um, yeah, I believe it was twenty sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen when Gordon Hayward was in Utah, that was a bad boy. That was a guy that looked like a top fifteen and 20-player in all basketball. That was a guy that was dropping 20 points per game consistently on a night-to-night basis, being the number one team on on a pretty good Utah Jazz team. I don't think he'll ever be that, but can he be a top 40 player, a top 30 player? You betcha. A healthy Gordon Hayward? Hey, I'll take it. And then also Jason Tatum. I think that now that Kyrie Irving is gone, Jason Tatum is going to thrive. This is a guy that, look, I like Jason Tatum a lot coming out of college. I loved him coming out of college. And I still think Jason Tatum has the potential to break out. I really do. In his third season, I think he's going to have his best season yet. This is a guy that's still 21 years old, guys. He still has a lot of room to grow. He's probably going to be an all-star this year. And again, you you leave Terry Rozier at the at the pitcher this year. Terry Rozier goes on to Charlotte, gets his big, big contract, gets that big money. I applaud Terry Rozier. I'm happy he got paid. But I didn't buy Terry Rozier for this team because I think Terry Rozier was kind of selfish. He was a guy that You know, asked for a lot of shots. He was a guy that was his own man, kind of like Kyrie Irving. And, again, I don't blame Terry Rozier. He wanted to get paid, and he got what he wanted. He got paid. But Terry Rozier didn't fit the Boston Celtics culture last year. So I get a guy, Gordon Hayward, that's going to come back pretty healthy this year. I get Jason Tatum, who's not going to have to share the ball with Kyrie Irving, who can play his game, who can, you know, dominate the ball more. Now that Kyrie Irving is gone, a guy that had a little bit of a sophomore slump last year that's going to get better. Then I got guys like, you know, Marcus Smart, Ta- Taco Falls, Romeo Lankford, a guy who they add in the draft that I liked a lot. A guy at Taco Falls who was a good player in college at, at, at UCF, a very versatile big man. Okay, a guy that I like. A guy like Enos Cantor to come off the bench and give you, at times, 20 points per game off the bench. Enos Kanter is a scoring machine when he wants to be off the bench. He's a walking 10 and 10 off the bench. At times, when he's on, he can potentially start and maybe even give you 20 points per game. Okay, He's a great offensive player. He doesn't play defense, but he will give you points and he will rebound. That's one thing Enos Kanter does. Rebound the ball well and score points on the paint. That's that's a given for Enos Kanter. So as far as the Celtics go, I do not think they will win a championship this year. I don't buy that. But I think they can make the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they can win over 50 games. I think they can be a much more bigger playoff threat than a year ago. I I get a team with better chemistry. I get Kyrie Irving out, Kemba Walker in. Again, I know Kyrie Irving's a better player than Kemba Walker, but Kemba Walker fits the Celtics better than Kyrie Irving does, okay? I get a healthy Gordon Hayward. I get Jason Tatum potentially breaking out. I get a much deeper team. I think the East is, eh, man. There's two contenders. I like Milwaukee. I like I like um, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, the 76ers and the Bucks to me are the only two contenders. I like the Pacers, but again, the Pacers are just like the the Celtics in which they have a good player in Victor Oladipo. But I don't know if Victor Oladipo is a superstar player. I don't know if they have. I don't know if Malcolm Brogdon is that good enough to carry them over the top. On paper, to me, the Boston Celtics are better than the Indiana Pacers. So. That's my thoughts about the Celtics. I think they're going to be better this year. Better chemistry, healthy Hayward, no Kyrie. You're bringing Kemba, Jason Tatum potentially breaking out, a deep team, and an East that's full of a lot of questions, except at the top, and I think the Celtics are going to be better this year.